1: Talk Radio 77 W.A.B.C. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa.
2: Walking about.
1: Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 W.A.B.C. And Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Okay.
0: This a,
2: is a song that uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs. So, uh, wrote, a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go.
3: Oh, God, is this Adam Sandler? Really, Justin, Justin Alex. Adam Monica. Sandler, who's been Saturday missing in action Monica. in this whole uh, war effort that's taking place now in Gaza by the IDF. um, I don't want to hear this song. End this it's song because water. this guy, how dare you, Justin Ellick, play this guy, Adam Sandler. with the first night of Hanukkah, I'm going to get shook down by my two sons for a present tonight and all eight nights, and then they want Christmas presents too, right? Let's get back on track. You love Adam Sandler. I know. I know you, Justin Elliott. You've probably seen all of his moves. Did you see Zohan back in uh, 2008? You know, when Barack Obama was president of the United States, I think that was his first year. You know how much he made at the box office? Two hundred million dollars, right? Adam Sandler made a lot of money. For himself and a lot of other people with that movie, Zohan, which, if I remember correctly, was about the greatest IDF warrior soldier ever. Wasn't that the whole premise of the movie? Who then leaves Israel, comes to New York, and becomes an artsy-fartsy hairstylist wearing light loafers. Remember? Wasn't that the whole premise? Okay, all right, you're nodding in agreement, right? By the way, before we play some of the cuts from Zohan, uh, let me remind everybody out there that uh, Mr. Uh, King David this morning, you know, the self-anointed king of all Jews now, Sid Rosenberg, gave Adam Sandler a pass, gave David Lee Roth a pass. I'm going to go through a litany of these Jews who are, like, missing in action. Like, where do you stand on this? Do you stand in support of Israel? Are you in the middle? Or are you out there Jews for Hamas? Uh, Right? I need to know. So I'm looking at this. 700 notable Hollywood figures signed an open letter of support of Israel. Led by Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, doesn't get bigger than that. Jamie Lee Curtis. Leib Schreiber. Amy Schumer. Michael Douglas. I'm looking for the names here. Deborah Messing. Mark Hamill. Howie Mandel. And it goes on and on and on. I'm desperately looking for your hero, Adam Sandler's uh, sink. No, nothing. He's too busy uh, looking for pickup basketball games at college campuses in the Midwest. Is he hiding out there? But just to remind all of you how much money he meant playing this uh, super warrior, Zohan, greatest IDF soldier of all time, only to become an artsy fartsy hairstylist wearing light loafers in New York City. I want to play a little clip here. Wrong Way Lou Rufino. Remember the infamous Hezbollah customer service line?
1: Welcome to Hezbollah customer service. All lines are busy now. Your call will be received in... What? Do we, Minutes.
3: It's a good movie. I can see why you made 200 million bucks. Although it didn't have many people coming to see it in Jordan or Egypt or Syria... Saudi Arabia, or the UAE, or Oman, or Qatar. But anyway, here was Zohan. Now, he's here in New York City. He's trying to be an artsy-fartsy hairstylist. But he's met this hot-to-trod Palestinian woman. And he wants desperately to sleep with her. But she refuses because she considers him to be an Israeli Counterterrorist. I can't.
2: I have open mind, but you, Israeli counterterrorist.
0: No, 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 no. I no do this anymore. You put a fork in the fat lady. It's over. She's had enough to eat. This is a promise.
3: It doesn't matter. You don't know my family. Or maybe you do.
0: What does this mean?
3: Just
2: leave. Please, it can't be.
0: Maybe it's uh, for best. You deserve a safe life. But no. Always be my special one. Oh, Jewish
3: Palestinian love, right? I mean, look, it was heading in that direction. And then his Palestinian female love interest remember, you always have to define whether it's female, male, transgender you know, you have to be very politically correct, Justin. You know, we're dealing with Hollywood here. But um, Adam Sandler, Zo Hans, Palestinian love interests said we are all the same in America. Remember, this is 2008. We all get along fine.
2: Here in America, we're the same. We're just people trying to get jobs, cutting hair, driving cabs. The Point is, we are thousands of miles away from all this hate, and we live together just fine.
3: That was 2008. Let's speed it up to 2023. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Well, apparently things have changed in 15 years. It's not peace, love, and happiness. Remember that one brave Jew who stood on the Brooklyn Bridge and taunted those who crossed over from Brooklyn into Manhattan. They were Jews for Hamas, Jews for Palestine. They were all part of the pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine, pro-Palestinian demonstration. Remember how that Israeli Jew stood up? And challenged all of them the way Zohan should have.
2: Take a picture. Yeah, I'm a proud Jewish, proud Israeli, yeah. and all these supporters, whatever they did in Israel, this is more worse than the Holocaust, and they will do it here as they, if they can, and they did it on September 11. Don't forget that.
3: Now, could uh, you play that again, uh, please, um, wrong way, Lou Ruffino, where? Adam Sandler's Palestinian love interest was saying in America, even though they're thousands of miles away from the Middle East, we all get along fine.
2: Here in America, we're the same. We're just people trying to get jobs, cutting hair, driving cabs. The point is, we are thousands of miles away from all this hate, and we live together just fine.
3: I think uh, they should have to give back the $200 million of people spent to see that movie, Zohan. They, Adam Sandler played the greatest IDF soldier ever to serve since the independence of Israel in forty-eight, And um, can't be found now to uh, actually indicate whose side he's on in his struggle. You know, is he neutral? Is he pro-Israel? Is he pro-Hamas? I don't know. If anybody out there can reach Adam Sandler, look, he was born in Brooklyn, raised in New Hampshire, please. And then there's the other one. Sid brought to our attention, but again, would not chastise him. He mentioned uh, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, that's right. David Lee Roth was born Jewish, mother and father, in Bloomington, Indiana. I remember he moved to Pasadena, California, was always in trouble, away with youth. They sent him uh, to Outward Bound in Montana, bucking Broncos. And then at Pasadena High School, who did he meet? The Van Halen brothers, Eddie and Alex. Remember? I I don't see him on this list. What position has he taken? He's my age. He's 69. Is he... Taking a position. Can I hear a song there? Could I hear a little bit of Just a Gigolo, please? Okay. And
1: just a gigolo. And everywhere I go, people know the part i
3: Okay, Justin gigolo. Ellick, uh, he claims that he is a proud Jew. David Lee Roth never trusts anybody with three names. How come I don't see his name on this uh Notable figure signing an open letter in support of Israel. I don't see him. In fact, the last uh, we heard from him, he was on with uh, Joe Rogan.
1: Now, Mm. keep in mind, when Howard Stern left regular radio, terrestrial radio for the stratosphere, I got his job in New York City. Oh, that's right. I was broadcasting in seven different cities. I forgot you did that.
3: Yeah, of course Joe Rogan would forget. It was the worst radio show ever in the history of this this thing of ours, talk radio. It was horrible. And then what about Justin Elleck, the biggest Jew of all, big in many ways? He just performed the last time the Kiss Army was crying, the sitting shiver Kiss performed at Madison Square Garden this past weekend for the very last time. After 50 years of performing, Gene Simmons, whose tongue is as big as anybody's schlong out there. By the way, he's known for having a big schlong also because, remember, he claims he bedded down more women than Will Chamberlain did. And I'll never forget that interview when he was on with our own Cindy Adams. And she was asking him, now that you're off tour, What the hell are you going to do with your life, Gene?
1: Gene Simmons will do what? What are you going to do? Sit home and crochet? What are you going to do? Well, uh, I'm the male of the species, so we tend not to crochet. Okay. But we'll buy you the stuff so that you can crochet.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Smartass. Yeah, go ahead.
3: You don't want to mess around with Cindy Adams. But more importantly, Justin Alec, I see you're a hero from Kiss. You're part of the Kiss Army Gene Simmons, who's actually an Israeli, an Israeli Jew. I don't see him on this list of the 700 notable figures signing an open letter in support of Israel. So uh, King David tomorrow, the self-appointed King David, Sid Rosenberg, has given all three of these guys a pass. And boy, I'm going to hammer him big time tomorrow at 7.05. You don't want
0: to miss it.
1: Radio 77 WABC. Now to the Bernard McGurk studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Next, the FBI.
2: We had an incident that took place uh, last week. Breaking news. Police tell us the FBI is searching the home of a top fundraiser for New York Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, I am clear that we follow the rules. We follow the rules.
0: FBI agents are searching the home of Mayor Adams' chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn.
2: And I just want to com- be completely transparent is what I've stated all the time. I sleep well at night.
0: The FBI has seized Mayor Eric Adams' cell phones as the investigation to his chief campaign fundraiser continues. I am angry.
1: Join us next week for its dramatic and exciting conclusion.
3: And so this is the week referred to in the promo for the FBI which is all over Eric Adams' strap. No doubt about it. Over a month ago, it was a Thursday, just like today. Eric Adams uh, was scheduled to have a meeting at the White House with White House officials and the mayor of Chicago and Denver to talk about the invasion of the illegals that is overwhelming us. He was to be joined by the congressional delegations of uh, Illinois, Colorado, and New York, uh, and uh, with the uh, possibility that, who knows, Joe Biden might be uh, woken up from a nap and just pop his head in. But none of that happened because the FBI, as soon as Eric Adams' wheels were up in the shuttle flight to D.C., conducted 12 raids that day, 12 raids. Now, I know that our Cracker Jack News team Gnome Laden, the news director, and James Flippen were very jaundiced that day because I said it wasn't just one raid, guys. It was 12 separate raids throughout New York and New Jersey. Subsequent to that, it has been proven to be true, and it's almost like nobody gives me credit for that any longer. It's sort of like, whoa, okay. But the main raid was against the woman that was supposedly... His key fundraiser, which she never was, 25-year-old woman, African-American, had interned for Eric Adams when he was Brooklyn Borough president, and they tried to tell us that she was the main fundraiser for his uh, election as mayor, raising $18 million. That was specious nonsense, never true. Anyone who's followed the campaigns know that. All she was is the booster bag woman. She would show up at a fundraiser that Eric Adams was at, You had to deliver at least $25,000 in contributions. Those were the rules. or He wouldn't show up with his $5,000 customized suits and his diamond earring. Like the hip-hop mayor he declared himself to be. So her job was to accompany Eric Adams, and she had the booster bag. And when the checks were written, she would take the checks. She would go back to her apartment, office, combination. It's a brownstone that her family owns on Lincoln Place in Crown Heights. And she would put the spreadsheet out. She'd put down all the checks, take them to the bank. Those that didn't clear or had problems, uh, she would have to track down the donors. Sometimes they'd introduce her to Mr. Click as you try to track him down and get a new check issued. But for the most part, that was her job. So the FBI raided her because a lot of the records were being stored at her apartment slash office. And the main fundraiser was always, and even to this day, Frank Caron, uh, who's always been side-by-side with Eric Adams. So his day will come. In fact, um, you find out, Justin, if uh, anybody visited the home of Frank Caron uh, from the Internal Affairs Division and did a wellness check last night, because that's what they did with Brianna The night before the Internal Affairs Division, visited uh, Brianna's Brownstone and did what they called a wellness check out of the 77th Precinct. That's nonsense. What they did was clear the way so that IAD could come in and search to see if any of the phones were bugs or if there were any bugs in the apartment. That much I can tell you straight up, although the Eric Adams administration will deny it. They use the services of the Internal Affairs Division of the Police Department, which you don't do. But then again, in the world of Eric Adams, you do whatever the hell you want to do because your complexion is your protection. Except now, not with the voters. 28% in this Quinnipiac College poll, he is going down, 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 almost to the point where he's going to crash and burn politically. But remember, after I had lost to Eric Adams, he was... Uh, he was doing the, uh, what do we call it? South uh, Merengue one two three one two three one two three because he thought he had a friend in the White House. Remember what he was saying about his partnership, his friendship with, uh, with then-President Joe Biden?
2: I'm the Biden of Brooklyn, and I love the fact that the president is coming here. I met with him uh, after the campaign, and we spoke, and we just connected. You know, and I'm sure if you were to ask him what is his favorite mayor, he'll clearly tell you it's Eric. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just, you know, we we just, you know, just really like each other.
3: Yeah, they loved each other. And most importantly, uh, when Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, won the contested Democratic primary in the ranked choice voting runoff against Maya Wiley that he barely beat and Kathy Garcia. First thing that the Biden White House did was invite him to the White House. They were having a law enforcement summit, public safety summit. They had invited mayors and police commissioners from throughout the major urban areas. And here it was. They were inviting this uh, Brooklyn Borough President, Eric Adams, that they said would soon be mayor, the new face of the Democratic Party, to represent all of New York City. Not Comrade Bill de Blasio not his lapdog, uh, then-Police Commissioner Shea, not even Andrew Evelice Cuomo, none of it. It was Eric Adams. And Joe Biden said, hey, to everybody here that's having a crime crisis in the aftermath of the lockdown and pandemic of the summer of George Floyd 2020, you can use some of the stimulus money to hire police officers. Check the record. Eric Adams walked out of that meeting after shaking the hand of the president had a press conference and said he would not accept any money to hire new police officers. And I went absolutely bonkers at that time. I said, you never turn down dollars from the federal government. You might have to bank it for a while. You've got to use it. When it's available, take it, because it may not be available in the future. Hey, if we can get those old cuts, I'll play them again and again and again. But Eric Adams, because of his um, pretentious nature... He's omnipotent, right? He's just a stunard. Said, I don't want any money at this time from the federal government to hire more cops because I have to reorganize the police department first. That was a major, major mistake. Can I hear that, that one that little time? What was he? He said he's the Biden of Brooklyn again. Is that I'm right? the
2: Biden of Brooklyn.
3: Yeah, okay. You're Biden of Brooklyn. And then all of a sudden, he's at a town hall meeting. And remember, he brought this upon ourselves. He brought this upon us. He could have sat down with Governor Abbott in Texas, who is overwhelmed with the problem of illegal aliens. In fact, a record was set just uh, Tuesday, yesterday. 12,000 illegal aliens crossed the border, our southern border. Highest number ever. And that's just the ones that we know, that we counted. Never mind all the ones who snuck under into the uh, country under the cover of darkness across the borders. 12,000. Where do you think, Justin Ellick, most of them are going to come when they're met by Catholic charities? What a racket that is. As they get federal tax dollars and they meet the illegal aliens and they ask them, where would you like to go? Nine out of ten want to come to New York City. And the buses continue to roll into the Port Authority every day. And then they head over to the Roosevelt Hotel Uh, And then they get outsourced throughout the boroughs and sometimes in other parts of New York state at our expense. It's bankrupting us. So Governor Abbott had traveled up to New York. He made a few appearances. Would have been the perfect time to sit down, agree to disagree on other issues and come together in solidarity. The Republican uh, governor of Texas, the Democratic mayor of New York City, two high profile officials and say, we got to seal the border. We got to close the border. But instead, Eric Adams decided to double down on Governor Abbott.
2: Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bus people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, close, house, educate the t- children, wash their laundry sheets. Give them everything they need, health care. And this team here, we stated, let's do everything possible before we have to push it out into neighborhoods and communities.
3: Yeah. Meantime, they're dropping illegal aliens every day on neighborhoods and communities. And what is this obsession Justin Allerke has with washing their sheets? What the hell is this washing their sheets? They not only have their sheets washed, they have all their laundry done, fold it, you know, it's washed with Bounty Fabric softener, Uh, they get dry cleaning, it's delivered to their apartments that we pay for that are in no-tell motels, Holiday Inn Expresses. I mean, we pay for all this stuff. And instead of sitting down with Governor Abbott and understanding Governor Abbott is suffering 10 times worse than we are, he decided to double down, call him a madman, and Governor Abbott turned around and said, okay, I'm a madman. I'm going to double the number of illegal aliens that I'm sending up there. Double the number. And then filled with the uh, thrill of victory, as the Wide World of Sports uh, promo would say, filled with the thrill of victory, thinking he was going to go on to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and become the second black president of the United States, the new face of the Democratic Party about two years ago. And then crushed with the realization that his plan to become president, to get all these newfound Latino votes who would register and always remember Eric Adams, crashed and burned. He said to us exactly what became obvious to all of us taxpayers in New York City.
2: This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City.
3: Yeah. Well, guess what? You welcome them. You rolled out the red carpet. You have yet to stop any of those buses, give them a box lunch, spin it around, send them down the turnpike to Washington, D.C. And since it was Papa Joel Chulo, uh, Joe Biden who wanted him, just dump him on the National Mall between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. They can put the tents up there. It's Biden's problem. It's Harris' problem. Giggles Harris and Mayorkas. So who is he meeting with today? You're not going to believe this, Justin Ellick. He only has two meetings on his schedule. One is with the the Schmachterputz, the Pischer, the Schmendrick, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who we could have met in New York City at any time. And remember, Schumer hasn't come up with any money because Schumer wants more illegal aliens to come in. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and All of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the Dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Yeah, so they can be registered to vote, vote Democrat till the day they die, and make it so that Republicans will have even a harder chance of getting elected across the country, but especially within our region. So there's no help from Schumer. And Hakeem Jeffries he's meeting with, What are they going to do, kick uh, rhymes uh, of uh, Biggie Smalls? Uh, Jeffries hasn't come up with any money. And then his final thing on his schedule is this. He's going to be outside of the Christmas party for the White House, and I think he's going to try a different kind of strategy since he comes with a tin can in his hand all the time, a cup, and is constantly shilling for shamoles. In Albany, where he served, and they've all turned their backs on him in the state Senate, state assembly, and in Washington, D.C. I think he's going to set set up that red kettle can and pretend that he's collecting for the Salvation Army. You know, dress up in the Salvation Army uniform, and I think he's going to be clanging that Salvation Army kettlebell. Because that's all this guy does. He show up with a tin can in his hand begging for money. He gets no play from uh, Joe Biden. I don't even know if Joe Biden is going to be at that Christmas party tonight. It's past his bedtime. It's at 6 o'clock. You know, he's normally right after the Blue Plate special at 4, man. He's he's in bed by 5 o'clock, man. He's cutting some Z's. But this is what our mayor has been relegated to. Standing with that red kettle can, like a Salvation Army officer clacking away that kettle bell and hoping that Joe Biden, his buddy, throws some coin into the kettle can. What a disgrace he is. He created this atmosphere. He's down in D.C. and nobody will meet with him. You know why, Justin Alec? You know why nobody will meet with him of substance because the bottom line is the media won't say it. They don't trust them with money. They don't trust them with money coming out of Albany. Hochul doesn't. State Senate. Stewart-Cousins doesn't. Uh, the Speaker of the Assembly. Oh, he, he does not. Oh, my God. Even though they're best of buddies. The Biden administration doesn't. Schumer doesn't. Jeffries doesn't. Nobody trusts Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, with money. Because they know he's corrupt right down to the marrow of his bone.
1: Talk radio 77 WABC. Talking this about is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. In the
3: Let me ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen. What do our members of the House of Representatives do other than uh, seek articles of impeachment and censuring their fellow members? Uh, We learned that Jamal Bowman, uh, he's one of eight members of the squad, but the only one who supposedly is a male... Probably a capon, a castrated rooster, a gelding uh, thoroughbred stallion uh, who has been uh, castrated. Because he's the only male who's permitted to hang out with uh, AOC, Ohan, uh, and uh, Tlaib, and the rest of the uh, femme fatales. I'll call them a group of Amazons, really, right? Like uh, They consider themselves Amazon warriors. So I hear all kinds of uh, Republicans crowing, flexing. Wow, we sent you Jamal Bowman, one of the members of the squad, because the guy is always ranting and railing. But this is a chance for all of us in Congress to sort of begin at a new baseline and stop spreading the myth of American exceptionalism and accept the fact that this is exactly who we are and this is exactly who we've been throughout our country's history. Whenever there's social progress, there's white backlash. So Jamal Bowman is going to continue to uh, be a vocal gatling gun for the socialists. So you censure him. So what? You say a few bad things to him in the well of the house, and then he goes out, and all of a sudden he's a champion of the liberals, progressives, the socialists of America, because he is with Stood the criticism of the mass of the members, right? That's number one, Jamal Bowman. We saw this with uh, Rashida Talibi of Dearborn, Detroit, when she was claiming that it was the Israelis, the IDF that blew up that uh, hospital, that caused the world to turn their backs on Israel.
2: Continue to watch people think it's okay To bomb a hospital where children continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital
0: where children...
3: So they censured her on the floor of the house, and they just strengthened her. She's now the Jonah Bark of the squad. She's a hero to her cause. And then we hear today that the House Republicans unveil a resolution to authorize Biden's impeachment. I heard this at the Empire Steakhouse on uh, Sunday. I got to meet the Speaker of the House for the first time, Johnson. He said this would happen. It's like, really, we're less than a year to go to the new presidential election. And so what do they do in the House all day long? They figure out which people they could censure. And who's going to draw up articles of impeachment? Trump, now Biden, censure this House of Representatives uh, elected member, censure this one, kick George Santos out. I ask a question what the hell do they do in the House of Representatives other than kick people out, censure them, and come up with new articles of impeachment? It's nuts.